Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello everyone, it's Pierce of the PJs cast, and in this episode we will be discussing what's been going on with the Chicago Blackhawks organization, so I just want to put a trigger warning and content warning in case someone might feel uncomfortable listening to this, so uh, thank you everyone for tuning in, uh, and hope you guys enjoyed the podcast episode. Welcome everyone on the PJ's cast. I'm your host, Pierce, alongside of my good pal, Shmini. Unfortunately, uh, Jimmy is not with us again today. Um, Man, I really did not want to do this today, but um, I don't want to say we've ignored it, but we haven't really had a chance to talk about it yet. Like, I wanted to bring this up last stream, but we had, <laughs> and there was five of us, and I don't want to make it awkward, but it's just uh, Shmini and I today. So, obviously, the stuff that's been going on with the Blackhawks just, absolutely disgusting i don't i don't know what else to say this team i've looked up to for 14 years watched them win three cups and now this shit comes out like it's i've said this so many times but it's one thing to have uh, like a like a shitty on on ice product like they've had for the past few years like i'll like I'll support a rebuild any day. Like uh, this team again. This team has given me three cups, but when they get it, when they pull that shit off, like I no, I I can't support this team. I can't support this team anymore. It's disgusting. Not only did they keep this guy in their organization, but they also recommended him to a school to work with uh, young people. It's just oh man, and it's not even that. The Blackhawks have had so much PR troubles over the years. Patrick Kane, I don't know what regardless of what you think on him, like I think they still did a poor job of handling that situation. They have Bobby Hall as one of their ambassadors who openly said that Hitler had some good ideas. Um, he also beat his wife. We don't talk about that. <laughs> exactly. And then like, I don't know if you remember this, but the whole Garrett Ross situation with yep. Bill yeah. Peters, same year, by the way, same year as all this is going on. Bill Peters is being a racist piece of shit in Rockford. And then because they want a cop, so yes, yeah. fucking like. But they, now they're not. 
they're not doing anything so everything gets revealed and also the fact that like their their logo and their name which i'm starting to come more on the side that they gotta change it like they just need a whole culture change there in chicago the fact that they haven't addressed anything yet is is ridiculous and i know people will say oh well you don't want to say anything till you do an investigation dude you're just you're just digging your grave and grave deeper and deeper. I don't know. You can you can talk. I'm 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 so frustrated right now. No, I I agree 100. percent I that's what I said earlier. I was like the the more this goes on, the more they're digging their graves. And I don't care if it's an internal investigation going on and they can't legally speak on the matter. The fact that this is like pieces of this have been getting leaked for almost three months now, right? Like since mm-hmm. April, I want to say when we found out about Aldrich and. I don't think we've had a single statement from the Blackhawks in that entire time. And you nope. know, and, and the only thing that makes me think that there is an internal investigation going on, you would have heard from Powers or Lazarus already, like way more than we already have about the situation. But they're so hazy to get into it that it's just a, it really makes me wonder what's going on. And it goes past the team, too, at this point, it goes to the top of the league. Dude, the NHL yep. not cooperating with the police? Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> They're like, no, we're not going to help you uh, file. A, let me, like, hold on. Give me a second, Pierce. I got to find the, like, exact thing he said because um, I think Jimmy retweeted it. Uh, Rick West said on Twitter, he's got um, her police records also show an officer interviewed a male whom Aldrich allegedly made made an advance towards the night he brought the Stanley Cup to Houghton, Michigan in 2010. Brad Aldrich never inappropriately touched him. But, dude, like, it's it, it's another fucking case of just, like, someone abusing their power. Yep. And, like, I just feel so bad for the players that were affected and the families. I that feel were sick to my stomach situation. right now. Yeah, dude, I can't even they, imagine what they're going through. Th- Ten years of silence, too. Like te- 11 years now. It's 11 years. Yep. Yep. Like, and, and, and it's literally like it's every day there's a new article and there's a new skeleton out of the closet. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, holy shit. I don't know how you support this team anymore. I don't. Like, the players, I can understand, but the team, no. Yeah, uh, upper like, I'm not gonna no, start no. shitting on guys like to bring it. Like that's not happening. No, but not like, at all. dude, like, fucking, what the hell? Just like, and this goes high as high as warts at this point. Like, you can't bat a bl- blind eye to this shit, and then on top of that, promote everyone internally that was involved with this. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you, like, I, I just need happened. an actual like lawsuit to start. Because then, yeah. like, more, we're going to hear a lot more. Because the problem is everything's allegations right now. And there's always that side that's like, well, it's innocent until proven guilty. We need to see more information. We need, like, an official thing, blah, blah, blah. It sounds like they got about everything they need to start yeah. a lawsuit. They I don't probably know what already else have. you need for that exactly. I'm not gonna, I don't know much about law and that stuff. But, like, at this point, well, I don't I know, know what more you need. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it... It sounds like they got people who can testify for the players. I would never ask for the players to like come out publicly and speak no. about that. That's definitely not in the right at all. Um, but like, dude, like think about it. Bowman got named the GM for the U.S. team. Like mm-hmm. this dude should not be near hockey anymore. No, not at all. You don't get to. And and like uh, from what it sounds like, uh, Wally was like saying in the like he pulled apart from the article that was saying um, 
it's on it's on aware of what um Shovel Dayoff and Quindle knew at the time, but it sounds like Bergerman or the vice president for the Habs came out publicly and said Bergerman didn't know anything about it back in 09, 10 or whatever. Mm. But like, dude, like it, it just really makes me wonder what the fuck's been going on. Like it, it pisses in a way. It sucks that they were good for so long in a way. Yep. Cause if they were good, this would have came out everything. a lot sooner. Exactly. But also yep. it's a, it's a sign of the times too. <laughs> it's a sign of the times. It's we're in a new world than we were 10 years ago. People mm-hmm. who are, we're in a time where people are more comfortable with speaking on these situations because for the longest time, no one did and people still don't. It's, it's a very, very hard thing to talk about. Like when we were talking about like the residential schools and stuff and all that stuff, like I, I couldn't talk about that shit. I had to step back for a second. It was like stuff like this is heavy and it happens all the fucking, like I'm going in circles right now, but it's just, Oh God. I just want to sick to my stomach right now. Yeah, me too. I just want to say that, this is probably the worst part about this is is this probably isn't the only example of this going on around the NHL nope. and it's not at the all first public one. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, this- and you have like signs of like not like to this extent, but just signs of like sexual harassment in the workplace and stuff. Like the Redskins yeah. had that, or the football team. Sorry, the football mm-hmm. team had that whole thing two years ago about the guys like staring at girls' skirts going up the staircases and shit. It's the same thing. Like, dude, it's not a fucking boys club. You can't just run shit like it is. And it it happened in like, think in the NHL is a business at the end of the day, right? Yeah. You got to think any other business where a sexual harassment case happens or sexual assault case happens, like it's happened at this organization. Everyone involved gets fired. Everyone who covered up for it gets fired on the effing spot. Once again, just it, it's on the team, it's on the league. It is just a terrible, terrible, terrible look. And it it just speaks to hockey culture. Like there, yep. this isn't the only instance of sexual harassment. We see it not like we see it in junior leagues. It happened in the WHL. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like this whole culture of you need to man up. Like the, yeah, the fact that men it's can't just, speak exactly. Yeah. And also, like you said, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were saying, like, men can't speak about their feelings and shit. Like, it's that idea of, like, you just need to be hard-nosed. Man up! Move forward, yeah. Like, whatever, dude. Like, I just really hope those players got the, get the help they need. It I sounds like they that's are. That's the biggest become, part, which is... Yeah. Man. <clears throat> it's not good. But- I, I, uh, like I said this before, I don't know if I can cheer for this team anymore. Like, uh, again, I've said so many times I can support crappy decisions on the ice, but when this is your thing off the ice, no thanks. And I, I wish there, again, there needs to be a whole culture change from the top. Mm-hmm. The fact that like the whole, um, we've like, we've brought up situation before. This isn't just recent like this. There's a history of re- re- repeating history of them like doing terrible off ice stuff like again the whole bobby hall thing he's your ambassador um the the whole pill peters akeem alio situation that just goes on and on and i don't know the the blackhawks like they're they're an original six team they have such a power of influence i want to see them do something good like you know the get uncomfortable challenge for the black girl hockey club i want to see them do that like 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 a team like seattle's done i want to see them do that but Unfortunately, 
I, I just don't see any change happening because they've those guys have been there for so long. It's the NHL. I don't have any faith that anything's going to change. And it's just every day I'm questioning my fandom. Like, is it even worth cheering for this team anymore? Because I don't think it is. And I don't know. I, I think I think that's it for me. I'm 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 absolutely disgusted. A team that I've I've watched for 14 years experienced all the up and downs with and now this comes out it's just it's terrible and sadly i don't think anything's gonna change they're not gonna say anything no one's gonna get fired it's it's not even just like the blackhawks but like it's a whole nhl thing and i don't know if you remember this but i think it was uh the pittsburgh ahl coach i think he was he sexually assaulted a girl and the pittsburgh penguin organization told him like be silent or whatever like they're not the only example of this and there's probably so many that doesn't excuse it yeah no i know so you're many... not saying it to excuse it oh, but no, it's no. just like it's no, just a I'm, sign of hockey culture i'm like trying yeah i'm just trying to say that like this happens all over hockey and who knows how many are undercover right now so yeah i don't know i don't want to keep going in circles about this i think i've said my piece and yeah and like I, I mean, just on a brighter note, if you, if for any listeners that like feel bad and stuff, like I'm, you should probably have like links of like, you know, you know, organizations you can support that help uh, victims of, you know, sexual assault or anything of that nature. Like there's, there's helplines and stuff and, you know, there's people you can talk to if you need to. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, I don't want to talk anything Blackhawks related until they, they at very least put out a statement or fire people, which again, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. Yeah. Um, and like I said, like I said, before we started the podcast, they're going to make a trade and then everyone's just not going to care anymore. And then there's going to be another article that drops a month later and then we're going to do the same shit again. It's like, <sighs> like and all like, I can hope right now is that there's an internal investigation. That's it. And That's like it. the the day the day I'm officially done is if they make a transaction in Stambo and is still a GM. Yep. And that could be hell. That could even be today. It could happen on the podcast. Like, oh, oh man. Anyway, it, it it sucks talking about this, but we need to talk about it. It needed to be talked to. I didn't want to ignore it and any longer. Just, and like, I know. And the worst part is like. That's very possible if they're just going to make a move and try to cover it up within the next few days. Because, like, look at, like, um, uh, I guess, like, a very good comparison I would have is, like, Warner Brothers when they were going through the Ray Fisher stuff with, like, firing him and all that and Josh Whedon, like, abusing him on set. Every time an article got posted about something like that, the next day or within 24 hours, they would announce some news on a new project or drop a trailer or something to try to divert attention. You know what I mean? And it's like... This is literally what's going to happen here, and it's just it's sickening. Yep. Um. Either way, dude, I think I'm cheering for the Seattle Kraken now. Like I, I've jumped off. I was already a pick for Kraken as a second team, so yeah. No. Um. Again, I want to like that's just so awful. I want to get on some positivity, and the Blackhawks have done just a horrible job, like with their PR, and I think the Seattle Kraken have done the exact opposite. I think they've done an incredible job. With their PR, the fact that oh man, I wish I had this tweet pulled up, but like I brought up before, they took the get on get uncomfortable pledge with uh, the Black Girl Hockey Club, and uh, 
like they they have JT Brown as their color color now or what what is it called color uh, commentator co- color commentator Jesus man um, I think that's so awesome John Forsen is also the play by play that's just so awesome they have an eco friendly arena like I'm I'm pretty sure I'm missing other things but I just like the way that they're developing this culture they're helping around the community I don't I just like I like that they're 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 trying new things like they're they're low I like their jersey and logo I just everything they're doing I like so much and. I don't know. I, I think either way, I'm going to become a bandwagon of them. But hell, if the Blackhawks don't get their shit together, they might be my number one team. I don't know. But uh, mm. yeah, I, li- I like what Seattle's doing. And it's going to be interesting to see um, what they do in the expansion draft, what they do in the actual draft, if they go big name hunting free agency. Because I'm pretty sure it's brought up that multiple times that Seattle is not going to take on a bunch of uh, big contracts. So they could be a big name they want to go. Oh, yeah. They want to sign free agents. They've come out and said that already. Francis has said that. So yeah, it really makes you think he might just throw a bunch of money at someone. Or Dougie mm-hmm. Hamilton specifically, because I'm pretty sure that he traded for him in Carolina. So there's a relationship there. It would make so much sense. Like a top two defenseman, you can market there. I think that would be great. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's um. I. Uh, it's going to be fun to see Seattle get started next month with everything. Like they're already making a couple moves. Like they got JT Brown and stuff and like they're, yeah. you know, they're, they're building their departments and whatnot. And like, I, I'm really curious to see who they sign as a head coach still. That's still the big, cause I, I was thinking Gallant for a while. Yeah. But he's and the Rangers got him, yeah. which was a great pickup. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just, I just, they need to get a coach that, um, Either is like a new mind to the game, or they need a coach that isn't Rick Tockett. Yeah, I was gonna say Rick Tockett's <laughs> not your fit there. Sorry, like you need a guy Seattle. who can get the best out of his players and not the best out of his fourth liners to be fourth liners. So <laughs> even like I think Bruce Boudreaux's still out there. He wouldn't be terrible for Seattle. I think it, it's not Rick Tockett, but I don't know. I'd I'd like to see them go like uh, really out there, like uh, Ricard Gromberg, who I think is the sweetest coach that's been highly thought of. It'd be interesting to see. If yeah, they go, go get Alex Burrows from the Habs. <laughs> Alex Burrows, yeah. After he wins his uh, Stanley Cup with the Montreal Canadiens, yeah. Um, oh boy. <laughs> Dude, I can't fucking believe it. Montreal is the one who went away from the cup final. <laughs> they were down 3-1 to Toronto. They won, I think it was two straight overtime games. They were they blue leads. And yeah. Then... They, one bounce, and they're out in the, they could have been out in the first round. Like, one bounce that goes against them, they could have been out in the first round. That's how it is, though, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then three straight wins there. Four straight against Winnipeg. They won seven in a row. They've only lost one game in regulation since uh, they went down 3-1 against Toronto. <laughs> Carey Price, man. Carey Price. Oh, my gosh. Is this not the best it. hockey of his career? Oh, it, it, he, like I said, it's just a legacy run for him now. Yeah. This is like what Lundquist did with the Rangers a couple years ago. Like, this is how you solidify that you're one of the best. Just <laughs> back back a crappy team to the cup. <laughs> or at least the final, like. Yeah, because like I mean, if they beat Vegas, that's awesome. But they will get absolutely steamrolled by Tampa. Because <laughs> see, I think that. But then there's another part of me is like, I don't know. I think Tampa dude, they will just win beat Trotz's Islanders eight to nothing. Like that's that's true. Yeah, but bro, if they just fucking broke the best defensive system left in the playoffs. They're gonna beat whoever they come across. <laughs> Unless Vasilevsky gets hurt, which would 
I'm not wishing at all. I no. would like to see him probably win the con smite if they win it, but they'll give it to Kucherov. Because yeah. like everyone talks about Carey Price, but Andre Vasilevsky has almost identical stats right now for Tampa. This pretty sure his stats it, are better. Yeah, and he's well, yeah, he just got a shutout too. So <laughs> I'm gonna actually fact check that real quick. But well, um, yeah, there's, there's, it's not over yet. Like they both still no. have another one to get to the Cup final. That's nothing. That's why, I, man, dude, just carry Price. Like, and also the thing with the Habs game, Vegas once again looked like dog shit the first two periods. Like, yeah, what is up with Vegas playing down to their competition, and then on top of that getting goalied? But like, yeah. it's carry Price. At least this time you're getting goalied by a good goalie. But like, dude. Mark Stone. I'm pretty sure Mark Stone has like Mark two Stone shots is not himself. Yeah, that turnover. He's got two shots this goal. entire series. Uh, yeah, he's got to be better. They have three goals from forwards that in t- in five games, and they got the third one last night from Pacioretty, and one of them was an overtime winner in Game Four. You can't win that way. You just can't. No. no. And it's not even. It's not even like Carey Price is just standing on his head. Montreal is legitimately better, and. On, on all accounts, oh, yeah, they should be in the, they the sh- last three sh- games they have been better. They yeah, they been, should be in the cup final. They should be in four. They should be in the cup final right now. They really should. Like, <sighs> Leonard stole game four. For Leonard them. really did steal game four, and then Flurry went back in, which I still really don't agree with. But no, I would have gone Leonard. He stole you game, and like I understand you want to get Flurry rest, but uh, I would ride the hot hand there. Like, yeah, dude. <sighs> I'm just looking at goalies. Jack Campbell still has the best goals against. This is so stupid. All right. Carey Price is a 2.02 goals against. Andre Vasilevsky, 2.05. Mark Andre Fleury, 2.04. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not even Fleury's fault that they're losing the series, bro. Like, it's no, so listen, they can't get any, they can't get any offense. And holy shit. Like, it's that sucks. Like, that sucks. Also, like, shout out to the kids in Montreal. The kids are all right. Nick Suzuki's got, like, 20 points now. That's no. cr- 13, no, yeah, points. A- 13 points in 20 games. I think that's yeah. what it is. His career. Yeah. 13 and 16. Career. My bad. 13 and 16. Oh, yeah. 20 and 26 for his career. That's yeah, what that's, it is. That's crazy. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, Foley's and, having a good playoff. Yeah. And I saw this stat. Is Spirit Kakaniemi is, like, up there with guys like Gretzky, like, uh, like with, with most goals playoff goals. Like 20 yeah. or something. <laughs> 21, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> he's just a – bro, he knows how to turn. Like, at least – Kakaniemi at least is built for the playoffs. He's a big body who can go to the front of the net. Like, oh, my God. By the way, I just was, like, looking at the points, stats of the top five scores in the playoffs. It's all top five, <laughs> Oh my god! And then what? And then two of them. And then the next two aren't even in the fucking conference. Finals. Isn't it Marshawn and McKinnon? Those boss are not getting McKinnon. Like, oh dude, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> William Carlson's having a good playoff though. He's got fourteen yeah, but points. He has, yeah, but he's been nowhere this series. Well, the whole thing. No one's been anywhere. To be fair. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Like the really the only player I've noticed doing anything good is Petrangelo. Petrangelo's been great for them, but oh, and outside of that, yeah, but outside of that, not much. It's just been their and, back end, bro. Like, and they do the, have a great. I'm oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I was just gonna say that uh, they like they were down two nothing to Colorado, and we thought they were down and out. They were down three two to Montreal, and honestly. I, 
I just like every the way everything is going. I don't have confidence Vegas comes back, but they proved proved me wrong last round against Colorado. They can do it again, but I don't they know. Gotta I still have Carey Price. That's the first yeah. part. They also got to uh, get more than like ten shots in the first two periods. <laughs> that's terrible. I don't know. I like, don't want to jinx them, but I think Montreal's caught this. Two Atlantic teams in the cup final. It's about to be wild. <laughs> Montreal's going to win the Western Conference. Like, they're going to have the, I think it's the Claire's Campbell. Oh, my and God. First, it's, it's like, it's also, let's say, like 24 cups, but one Clarence Campbell, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real championship there. Yeah. Bro, like, the Habs literally just have, like, every championship ever at that point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But it, like he was said, even if they lose to Tampa Bay, I think just even getting to the cup final for Carey Price, guys like Carey Price, Shea Weber, the, they've never played. I think what's kind of got swept under the rug a bit is that Shea Weber, this is the farthest Shea Weber has ever gone in a playoff run. Yeah, that's true. He only made it in the second round before. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Shea Weber's still Shea Weber, but it's just, it seems like he's just kind of there now. <laughs> like, it's good for him though. So what, no, what is yeah. he like? Thirty-four. It's gotta be in his mid thirties. Nah, I think he's yeah, he's got. I mean, thirty-six. Actually, he's gotta be like thirty-five or thirty-six. Yeah, he's gotta be up there now. Oh, he's gotta but, be leading the NHL in plus-minus. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the Habs penalty kill has been unreal. Oh, it's at like ninety-three percent. It's unbelievable yeah. this postseason. Oh my gosh, like. It's like the 2012 Kings and 2013 Hawks. It's ridiculous. Dude, what have I been telling you? 23 or 2012 Kings is what they are. And I'm pretty Not sure the- they've outscored their opponents while they're shorthanded. I think it's 4-3 to three for them. Army has <laughs> got two shorthanded goals. Like, what the frick? What the heck? Just. Oh, my God. It's incredible, dude. Dude, it is. Like, I. Still, really don't know how they're doing it. I don't either, dude. Eric Gustafson leads their team in plus minus. I'm and they're ten and two <laughs> with him in the lineup. I literally just, oh my god, I don't know. I don't know, man. What's Shea Weber? How many wins is Shea Weber playing right now? He's got three assists. Like he's, you know, it's fine. Uh, they just they have a balanced attack in Montreal, and Carey Price is incredible. Yeah, what? Incredible right now. I ever played 31 minutes in game three. Holy crap. Like yeah. No, so that his minutes are like all over 20 every game. So good for him. Mm-hmm. He's getting those hard minutes. Yeah, Tyler Toffoli is their leading point scorer with 14 points in 16 games, which is not bad. Made it to the third day of free agency, Tyler Toffoli, by the way. Yeah, that's Vancouver, man. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vancouver, man. Oh my god. Bro, like. And, and that's on every team, also. That's on every yeah. fucking oh, no, yeah, it's team. Not I just do not sign no. Tyler Toffoli. Like, yeah. Ken Holland, hello. Are you there? <laughs> he didn't even want that much money, and he wanted to stay in Canada. You know how hard that is to sell to a player? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. It's like, yeah, you, you won't make as much money, and you're going to have to pay a shit ton of money in taxes. And he was okay with both of those. It, it's a big, like... Why wouldn't you sign this guy to a lot of people? Who is Montreal side this offseason? Oh my god. <laughs> who is Montreal's first line? And this kind of goes to the point of their balance attack. Like who is the Suzuki? 
they're Toffoli and Caulfield. Because you have – yeah, but then you have uh, – I think it's Lekkanen, uh, Dano, and Gallagher. Like, it's just – you could say that, but like that's their shutdown like, line. I feel like yeah, they're so they're so balanced though. Yeah, they got four they, lines, and a new line steps up every game. It feels like yeah. Also, Corey Perry is fucking. There, you turn back the clock. <laughs> like it's not twenty eleven, bro. Ago. Relax. <laughs> no, he's just he didn't off. score fifty goals this season. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I saw this thing where. Um, on that goal, uh, it said Cole Caulfield scoring the goal, born January 2nd, 2001. Corey Perry got drafted June 21st, 2003. <laughs> Dude, it's that team is just full of like a bunch of journeymen and then a bunch of kids. Yeah, and then a great, an incredible goaltender. Yeah, an incredible goaltender and a defense that blocks a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I, their defense is very, very average. Yeah. But they, they do the right well, thing. They and, and they got Jeff Petrie not playing at yeah. 100%. And Hayden being back in the lineup has made such a big difference in the last four oh, yeah, games. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Like I said, it should they should be in the cup final right now. Like, they've, they've been the better team this series <laughs> arguably four out of five times. Yeah, probably. I don't know why I'm oh, still on God. Shea Weber's stats. You know he had 23 goals one time? Wait, who did? Shea Weber. <laughs> Oh, that, that's actually not surprising. Shea Weber is one of those defensemen who gets a lot of goals, at least when he was back in his his heyday. Yeah, like, he was like a perennial fifteen goal guy. Yeah, he never he never won a Norse, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, the one year he got close, Duncan Keith smoked him in Norse voting, which was that year. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure it was the year oh, he had really? 23 goals. Yeah, well, that's the year Keith won the second Norris, and I'm pretty sure he. Weber oh, was 2014. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I was in Keith had like 55 assists or something stupid like that. <laughs> but he only had like six goals because the kid can't shoot. <laughs> no, 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 no. As he, I'm pretty sure he has had a goal. He's had a season over 10 goals, but I think it's only like once. Yeah. Or said he has. Seabrook had way more, but Keith, nah, not that much. But Keith always had, Keith was always just, you got to get picking up those apples on the power play and stuff. Oh, but Tied he had a, stretch passes and whatnot. Had some big goals in the playoffs, though. Just a couple, you know. Yeah. Each of them. Each of them just got a couple. I mean, Joel Mishin should probably have a couple more, but, you know. <laughs> Steven Wacom wants to fucking almost oh, tarnish oh a third 2013 run. <laughs> dude, there would have been riots if that happened. Oh, my God, dude. That was like, like a minute left, too. Oh yeah, God. I remember it. I remember it. <laughs> Anyways, um, Tampa Bay. I think they got this in the bag. I just don't see dude, the they want coming back. To- Walking <laughs> Braden points on an eight-game goal streak. Absurd. That guy. No one's is... even talking about it, but Nikita Kucherov has 27 fucking points yeah. right now in the playoffs. <laughs> no one like, turns it... no one turns it on in the playoffs like Braden Point. It's crazy. Dude, seriously. One of the best playoff performers this league has. Him and Nathan McKinnon. Like Nathan McKinnon can get to the fucking se- like past mm-hmm. second round. You'd see we'd see it, but like Braden points just electric, and then like they're getting goal, they're getting goals from all over the place right now. Alex Kamorn's yep. having a great playoff. Stamkos is back in form. You got Gordon Pilat still, you know, like the fact that you they're like good enough to where you can have a fourth line with like Pat Maroon and Tyler Johnson. No, it's like it's not bad, man. Not bad. And you got you know Coleman, Gordon, Gaudreau just annoying the shit out of whoever they want. Yep. 
it, it's hard to compete with. And also, like, yeah, the goals weren't good to start that game in game five, but like you just can't let them get chances. Like, it's literally like I, I know that sounds simple, but like they literally will make something out of nothing every time you give them. Yeah, a they were bleeding rebounds, they're gonna take full advantage. Seriously. But... And then on top of that, they were taking penalties left, right, and center. So No, that doesn't help your case either. Yeah, and Matt Barzell should be praising the NHL or praising George Peros' dumbass that he didn't get suspended. Oh, he's not I a repeat the, offender. Yeah, I saw the replay. I'm like, oh, that should be uh, he should be out for the rest of the playoffs. And I'm like, oh wait, yeah. this is the NH this is the NHL. It's only gonna be five thousand dollars. And when I saw it, I'm yeah, like I'm not surprised at all. Like we saw the replay, I was like, "Oh, he probably got whacked in the face or something." And I watch it; it's like, "Okay, there's one cross check." Down goes Rudo. Boom! There's one to the back of the head. It's like, "Okay, Matt, relax." <laughs> and I want to going back to Braden Point. I want to see say that I saw a stat where he's up there with some of the best goal scorers in the playoffs, like all time. Like he's up there with yeah, Gretzky, Lemieux. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just ridiculous how he turns it on in the playoffs. Dude, he's got 35 goals in 60 career playoff games. That's he's got absurd. 68 points. Absurd. And, and, like, this is nuts because it's all in the last, like, five years, too. It's not even, mm-hmm. like, no. when you look at – Kucherov's almost at, like, a – like, dude, Kucherov's got 122 playoff points in 106 games. Like, these guys just know when to turn it on. And, like, that yep. line is just so – like, the fact that they can roll that top six where they got – uh Palat point Kucherov, which is just dynamic as all hell. And then you got Sorelli just creating space or, or Kalorn and Sorelli just creating space for Stamkos on the second line. It's hard to compete with. And like, think about it. They're getting no goals from their back end. It's all coming from their forwards. I they saw have one goal from defenseman this playoff. It was Jan Ruda, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I saw... Not only the fact is their forward core disgusting, but I looked at their defense. Hedman, Ruda, okay, like maybe a better rider shot, but that's Victor Hedman. He can carry basically anyone. Second pair, um, McDonough and uh, God, who is it? McDonough and Cernak. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. And, and Cernak was, was out last game and they won it. He won Oh my god, dude. Dude, they and, had Luke Shannon and he got a goal. That's right. That's right. That's another goal from the blue line. Yeah. So we're at like, um, uh, Nick and Keegan will like this. Like they listen to the podcast. We were all um at like Buffalo Wild Wings watching the game, oh, <laughs> and yeah. like we get there and it's already three nothing, and we're just oh, like, my oh my god. god, it's a massacre. And Keegan's like, I swear to God, if Luke Shen scores, I will walk out of this restaurant before I even pay. I will leave my card and just say, take it home. And like we left when it was six nothing in the second, so like yeah. we never saw the Shen oh, goal, but yeah, we get yeah. Keegan tell Keegan calls me. He goes, I got home, opened my door. And saw saw Luke fucking Shen score a goal, and I walked right back out of my house and went back in the car. I was he left fucking... early because he knew it was gonna happen. Oh my god, it was so funny! Like, oh my gosh, it's it's great. But um, like, yeah, I think the Islanders are cooked. Like, but yeah. well, hey, <laughs> I'm off this. Gr- like, sir, I feel bad for Sorokin, man. Sorokin had going after oh, the third yeah. goal. Then he then he get pulled again because he was injured or something. Yeah, he took or a puck off like... the. He took a puck like right here. Oh like, yeah, like, up, yeah, yeah. Action thing, and like you know, there's no protection there, so that probably hurt like a motherfucker. But <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it's a good. It was a good run. Like Keegan, Keegan told me he was like, you know what? Even if they. All I want them to do is win tonight, so they win the last game in the collie. They could lose in seven. He said he's like, it's fine. But 
if they could win the last one tonight in the Coliseum, that'd be pretty cool. And I was like, I'll yeah, s- you're probably right. I'll say this. The last time a Barry Co- Trout's coach team was down 3-2 to Tampa in the conference final, they came back goal. one. So, yeah. I didn't <laughs> so want to say these are two completely different situations. Because oh, I, yeah. I was at that game five where Tampa was playing Washington. And Tampa was up 3 nothing, And about, like, the eight-minute mark of the second period, Braden Holpe shut the door for the rest of the series. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the lightning no, then that. they go? Then they go eight periods without scoring a goal. Yep. Yep, hundred percent. Rain hoping went on like a Corey Crawford like run to end the end that series. It was like there was a good like four year span where Brayden Holpe was one of the top goalies in hockey, and oh, that he, series he, showed it right there. He's like, one yeah, of the he best. might be cooked now, but dude, he was amazing. In dude, that he's series. one of the best playoff goalies of all time. Like his mm-hmm. I'm sure his save percentage is like a nine thirty. It's only Vancouver could see that. <laughs> Just gotta get him there. <laughs> It's like Carey Price. You'll have a crappy regular season, but you can trust him to play in the big games. Dude, and like we said that going into the Leafs series. We were like, yeah, Carey Price is in and out the last month, but Carey, playoff Carey Price, different animal. And look at yep. it, six weeks later, he's about to fucking drag a 19th place team into the cup final. Hey, come on. Give them some credit. 18th place. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, and like think about this. They're about to make the cup final, and they have 10 draft picks this year. <laughs> Oh my that's, god. Like, they might even trade I for get, Jack I get Michael. why Bergevin was up for GM of the year, I guess. Shit. Like, that's pretty good. What oh, by the way, do Lamarillo. Do Lamarillo. winning is such a load of crap, yeah. bro. I like, mean, I fair, guess he um, managed the salary cap, but like Bill Zito literally like got at least six new players on that Florida team and flipped their record completely. They just ran into fucking Tampa and they started the wrong goalie four games in a row. I just want to read this tweet. Lou Lamarillo's offseason signed Matt Martin to a four times 1.5. Signed Brian Pulak to a two years four times uh, okay, times five. Walked to UFA, which means he'll probably <laughs> go to UFA. Um, Barzell, Blackhawks, baby. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, three times seven million dollars with a 8.4 million dollar qualifying offer with Barzell for his final year of RFA eligibility and then dumping Devontae's for two draft picks. That's my GM of the year, by the way. That's from... Uh, Mostly leafies, but um, yeah. If my head coach was Barry Trotz too, I would probably uh, I might win a GM of the Year of the award. Oh, it'd be a couple crazy. times, yeah. Like, <laughs> just the awards are so stupid. And yes, and I know they lost in the the second round, but the fact Joe Sackett was the nominee. Are you fucking kidding? Joe Sackett came in fourth, to be fair, though. So yeah, but he was getting both. <sighs> Yeah, that's true, but oh, Lamarillo, how did man. Kevin Cheveldayoff get a vote? That's what I want to know. Pierre Dorian got a vote. <laughs> hey, man, okay, listen. Pierre Dorian did exactly what he should have done for that team this year. No, that, that's true. Absolutely he's, nothing. He's under Eugene Mel- Melnick in the fact that they got that many prospects and whatnot, and they had a good – yeah, I, I can understand. I mean, that, you, if you would have told me three years ago they won the Eric Carlson trade, I would have laughed in your oh, face. that's one of the – few trades ever where I was just 100% wrong on I'm like dude Ottawa. like no it's not even that we were wrong it's just that the trade went so south so fast yeah yeah like I don't think anyone expected the Sharks to be that bad last year like no I thought they were gonna be bad and maybe miss the playoffs but like not a fucking bottom not, feeder not like, so bad that they don't even get to go into the bubble <laughs> holy shit dude and like their pick won the lottery they got the third pick with their pick and they had to give it to Ottawa yeah <laughs> I, I, that is that is justice though because they had to give up fucking Byram. So yeah, Byram and 
no, no, they didn't give up Gerard, but like just that whole trade. Yeah, the whole it's it's basically justice for the Duchesne trade. Like, yeah, finally something goes their way. I know, and then they get to go back to a division with Tampa next year. Have fun. Yeah, and Boston <laughs> and Florida and uh, and the Toronto and, and the Habs. and the Stanley Cup <laughs> defending Stanley Cup champion Habs. Stanley Cup defending Habs, <laughs> and then the Buffalo Sabers who are gonna have uh, a guy. A guy that's not Jack Eichel. <laughs> They're gonna have Rasmus Dahlin and his band of merry men. <laughs> oh, poor Buffalo, man. Poor Buffalo. They by the way, it sounds like from what like all the Buffalo people are saying, they think that Eichel trade gets done this week. So wow, thank God. I want to see it so bad. I want to see it. It makes so sense bad. though, too, though. Like you gotta get this done before the expansion draft. Because like how are teams gonna tell how they're gonna plan their next like three years if they're literally gonna trade for a fucking superstar and <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like changes a lot of things <laughs> but um mm-hmm. and now like the rumor of like kachuk wanting out too Ooh. that's crazy like people are basically already writing on the wall that he's trying to go to st louis because you know that's no the piece thanks. they need to go over the top yeah <laughs> just imagine oh. him and jordan bennington going after you. how scary they is that fight each other in practice <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <sighs> Oh man, there's just like this off season is gonna be so interesting. Yeah, that's definitely especially if Montreal wins the cup. Because if Montreal wins the cup, then every team's gonna think that they can win the cup. (laughs) Well, you know, you just gotta you gotta get into the playoffs and you have a chance. Gotta have Carey Price, bro. And I'm pretty sure I saw the stat that the only team in the last 25 years to win a cup with a winning percentage of six below 600 is the LA Kings in 2012. And what one of those two have in common? A goalie just dragged their team to hell. <laughs> or not to hell, to heaven. But the thing is, LA was actually good. Like, they were one of the best. Yeah, they were a wagon because they made that fucking trade. And then oh, yeah, as soon as they got Jeff Carter. Like, when they got Jeff Carter. Yeah, like they, And Mike Richards. Yeah. they had, People like, forget that Mike Richards was fucking good back in the day before. He oh, he was, a, he was a beast. Before he <laughs> oh, exposed yeah. cocaine. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Trying to go over the border with that. What a fucking idiot. Like, that is by far. Also, can we talk about just how Mike Richards is one of the wackiest contracts I've ever seen? Like, he's oh, getting paid I'm, for like 25 I was gonna years. Say, I was going to say that they're still paying it. I'm pretty sure he gets paid till the 2030s. <laughs> like, that's so wild. <laughs> I want to look that up now. That yeah, I, I'm really curious. Like, because he was, he had a big contract. And he oh, played yeah. for Team Canada and stuff. Like, the guy wasn't bad. Mm, he was on a Jonathan Taves line. Mm-hmm. Dude, Mike Richards and Taves. And Rick Nash, I believe it was. Oh, Rick Nash with Taves was a lot of fun. I remember that. So, I don't know when it ends, but uh, my, so next year they're paying Mike Richards 900000 900000 in the next year. Then the next year after that, 700000 And then... 25 20 2020 20, oh my god 2026 and 2027 they're paying up 600 like i did i can't even see the end that's how much longer they're paying for him for oh Jesus. like it it's one of the most crazy contracts i've ever seen yeah. i'm excited to see what the kings do this offseason honestly like yeah because they said they want to get those like uh well, they know they got the the youth movement ready to go. They just need to get the like. I I get why they want two top six forwards. They're like, we need wingers to put around our young centers. <laughs> so get this: Mike Richards' contract would have, if he still played, would have ended just last year. 
damn. But they still got to pay him forever because he's been yeah. out of the league forever. I do think it's so funny how he like got bought out of that deal and went to the Capitals afterwards. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mike Richards was a Capital once upon a time. I forget that. Oh, my God. You want, you want to know the best part about that contract is? 12 what? years. The value is $69 million. It's pretty nice. Yeah, yep. pretty, pretty nice. nice for him, man. Pretty nice, man. It's pretty nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Um, kind of more on the topic of uh, the off season, what could happen? Uh, Pierre LeBron just uh, put out an article about uh, the, the defenseman that could potentially move, and uh, I just wanted to go through that. And of course, the first one is uh, Seth Jones and. According to a leaked source, the level of interest is off the charts. Not surprising. <laughs> Teams are lining up for this mediocre defenseman. Bro, like, just don't let it be my team, please. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like the, the first move the Kraken make is for Seth Jones, and it's like, yeah, I'm not being a Kraken fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> But apparently, the Flyers are really interested in in, the, in him, which seems like such a Flyers move. Yeah, because putting him and Provorov would just be like the worst pairing in like NHL history. <laughs> Bro, weren't they both at like the bottom for like goals against or whatever? Or like Bro, on it, the was, ice? it was Philly, and they could not get a save out of Carter Hart, and their team was just terrible this year because they're coached by Alain Vigneault. But yeah. Bro, my favorite was I heard someone say they need to get Jack Eichel because they don't have a number one center, and I was like, "Tell me you don't watch the Flyers without telling me you don't watch the Flyers." Oh, uh, they, they arguably have two of them. Drew just plays wing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Drew's just a winger. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, you guys just you don't even know. You don't even know. Uh, oh my god. Just uh, why? Who else is on that list? I bet OEL's on that list. Oh, yeah. I wanted to bring that up, too. Uh, next list name was uh, Matthias Ekholm, though. Uh, they should have traded him at the deadline. But, no, but they were a good team, and they were going to make the playoffs, so they had to keep him. UC Soros was like, you guys owe me money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a UFA next year, or his contract is up this at year. least if I'm not. Is it this year? Oh, my God. He's an RFA that. this year, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god! Uh, I'm almost positive he's an RFA this year. If it's not this, this year, then it's next year. Yeah, definitely. But this man is gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised he didn't get more Vesna consideration. Yeah, I guess it was just because like they for like a two month stint and like Grubauer and Flurry had like a longer like yeah, product true. of work. But like, yeah, Grubauer fun. deserved to have a Nesna nomination, but like he's shown in the playoffs why he's not a Vesna goalie. No, it should have been like Hellebuck, like even Hellebuck. There. And also, Andre Vasilevsky not being nominated for the heart is a joke. I just want to, I still believe that. Like, yeah, and Sidney Crosby because anti Penguins bias in the NHL. Yeah, man, he's yeah. so good. He plays both ways on the ice, and he did it all without Malkin. Oh, yeah, and UC Saros' contract is up this year. That is not being talked oh, about. That's going to be fun. Like. Yeah. And, yeah, and apparently uh, Ekholm wants to sign an uh, extension with Nashville. I heard Fabro might be up for trade, too. 
Ooh, that's what happened to him? Is he hurt this year? Because I didn't see him in the playoffs. I definitely had to be Yeah, he, he had to have been hurt. hurt. Yeah, no, because I because like why is Matt Benning starting over this guy in the playoffs? Here's like Branson and Ben Harper. Well, I know Bro, right. right? Hines, like Sean Hines is a head coach. That's why. By the way, uh, speaking of like free agents and stuff this offseason, you know who's going to be a very interesting free agent? Honestly, what's your Ryan Getzlaff? Because I don't oh. think he's sticking around in Anaheim. I think he's going to go try to uh, win again. Uh, where does he go? Apparently, Vegas wanted him at the trade deadline, but he didn't want to go. That could um, make sense. But that's not yeah. too far from sign Anaheim. Ve- and- sign Vegas for cheap. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's not that far of a drive for his family, so that's also like, no, a yeah, big yeah, it's close to Anaheim. Yeah, because you know he's got kids and stuff there. Sorry, I'm looking at. I was looking at a fucking. Every time I see a Hawks in an armchair GM, I'm just like, all right, what stupid trade did you put? And they're like, yeah, they're gonna take Chris Russell for a six. It's like, shut up for a six. <laughs> Maybe the, maybe the sixth overall pick, but not a sixth Yeah, bro, come pick. on. Yeah. Dude, I still can't believe Colton Sissons is the longest contract on that team. Oh. Like, <laughs> they signed him for like eight or seven eight or eight years. years. Dude, oh, my God. That's uh, I, it doesn't say if Favreau is hurt. Uh, uh, what the, yeah, it doesn't. What the heck? Dude, they're still paying Kyle Turris $2 million on this buyout for the next five years. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, that's that, got to be one of the worst deals I've ever seen. That honestly, that trade might have been worse for them. Nashville got a worse end of it than anyone. Yeah, yeah. dude, they lost Sam Gerrard, and, and then you paid Kyle Turris a shit ton of money. At least, like with Matt, yes, Ottawa did give up the pick for Bowen Byron, but at least like, they traded Matt Duchene and got a first round pick out of it. Like exactly, mm-hmm. oh, like. Oh man, dude, this is not a good look. It's not a good look. <laughs> But like, also like, you gotta think they have swung and missed on three centers now. You gotta think they swung and missed on Duchesne. They swung and missed on Johansson. They swung and missed on Turris. Argue they also swung and missed on Granlin too, in a way. Oh yeah, and Halla. Damn, dude, they've had centers. Like, how do they not make it work? <laughs> hey, Jack Eichel, maybe. <sighs> Please get no. Like. <laughs> Also, like, one thing that Jack Eichel, I, like, am starting to think is, like, yeah, he needs neck surgery. So, like, he's not even going to play next year. <laughs> like, you got to think, neck surgery probably takes, what, like, a, like nine months to recover from? I don't, I don't even know that. Dude, like, you, you would be getting a guy and then resting him an entire year, probably. It's just, it's interesting because, it, they, like, they've already come out and said if he gets traded, he's getting that surgery. Like, there's just no doubt. All right. Uh, Bro, next. Sorry, I just wanted to say the Blackhawks signed a oh, dude yeah. 6'8. <laughs> sorry? They signed some 20 year old defensive prospect. This dude's 6'8. What the fuck? Wait, when did they sign him? That just happened. Oh my and god. Wally tweeted it, or not tweeted it, put it in the chat. I'll read it. Hold on. Uh, oh, it looks like he got traded because I was going to Oh, like traded. A- if I saw a fucking transaction with... Oh, he got traded that, from um, the... Okay, yeah, my bad. So we've had him. But, like, this dude's huge. <laughs> I yeah, forgot we had a big-ass dude in the system. That's 6'8". Yeah. <laughs> dude, I was going to say, if Stambul made a fucking transaction, I swear I'd always... Dude, right? Oh, my God. Like, Even if it's just as little as that, I don't... Yeah. They're not, they shouldn't be allowed to do anything anymore. Anyways. Also, something that they didn't do but is news that's interesting, Nylander's exempt for the Hawks. Yeah, I do yeah. think that's interesting. Is like he's they're still gonna, they're gonna protect, yeah, they're gonna protect camp with that other pick. We all know it. Hell yeah, baby. I mean, who else are they gonna protect? Let's be honest. 
Uh, I'm glad that. Yeah, but God, that doesn't have uh, a spot on this team. I'd rather keep. No, I'd rather try to resign him to Strozo, but we can't even talk about that. No. <laughs> well, we can. It's just it's uh, a bad taste. I, I know. It's just like there's. It's just like yeah, you talk about that, but it's just like there's this whole, whole other. It, thing it sucks learning. too because this yeah. could have been one of the most exciting off seasons that the Hawks have had in, in the last four years. Yeah. And it's just tainted. Like, awesome. I'm going to say they just snap with the finger. Do the right, right thing. after the podcast. The the worst part is. Bro, the, can the, we get a dangle podcast, Jinx, and then Bowman's fired at like 5 o'clock? That'd be pretty epic. Oh, I would love nothing more than that. And everywhere, everyone else involved in that, too. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> Anyways. I really hope Mark Kelly there. wasn't one of those people batting a blind eye. I don't want to see him get fired. Oh, man. <laughs> like, that guy, I, I would trust him with everything yeah. I own. Seriously. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out. But uh, anyway, someone literally the... said, "I can't wait for the Hawks to make the playoffs next year." And Bowman gets nominated for GM of the Year. I'm no, like, Shut the fuck no, up. why would Shut you speak up. that into existence? It's... No. Anyways, it's let's get back. Bergevin complex, except Bergevin didn't do anything stupid. <laughs> yeah, except uh, Mark Bergevin didn't cover up a serial rapist. But anyways, um, back to the defenseman Oliver Ekman Larson. Uh, last year. There were talks that he might get traded. Like, I think it was Vancouver and Boston. Yeah, and it's back up again. Um, But uh, apparently the Bruins are still interested for Oliver Ekman Larson. I don't know if they would – I don't know why they would do that because that contract is not good at all. But, uh, I mean, if they want to win – They retain uh, salary. Yeah, they would definitely have to retain salary. But, uh, again, if you want to win, I mean – might as well try. They, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, trying to pull up um, Ekman Larson's stats right now. He's dropped off a lot, but like I'm pretty. I know. Sure I'm trying to like look play. at his. I'm trying to look at his possession stats. That's why. But like, I'm pretty sure he can still play in a top four role, and we also have to. Like, I can't imagine you glue him to Charlie McAvoy, and he's terrible. You know what I mean? No, that's that's like, true. Yeah, or even Brendan Carlo, eh? Yeah, right? Like, they got good right-handed talent. And, like, Grizzly can play that top role. He can be a second guy. Hell, they might even say Mike Riley. So. Yeah, true. I thought Mike Riley was an okay fit there. Um, I think he stays. I don't know. I don't know any of what's going on there. but Yeah, like, I'm just – like, yeah, the last two years he's been very mundane. Like, mm-hmm. which is odd because, like, the two years before that, he was really good. That also like, could just be Arizona being – not good at all. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, that makes it's weird. Arizona's just such a weird team. Like, I don't know how you can judge players there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, look what happened to Dylan Strom. Like, yeah. Fucking left Arizona and he got 50 points in one season. Look at what happened to Max Domi when he left Arizona. Like, just wait till <laughs> Connor Garland leaves and scores 40 goals. Oh, my God. He's got arbitration rights this offseason. That's going to be interesting. Ooh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, but, like, I'm looking at, like, his course, he's, like, 48. Spenwick's, like, 46. Yeah. And, he's, and he had high PDO the last two years, too. Like, so. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's – how many more years left in that contract, too? Like, five? Four. Four? Okay, that's not I'm, that bad. Oh, wait, no. Six years, sorry. <laughs> that's the best bad. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's not bad. It's four more years than eight. It's like, yeah. No, it's six, six. years. I, <sighs> for lot. some reason, I thought it was four, but no, six. That's a lot, 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 lot. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, 
he's, I just don't see that contract getting moved. It's too much of an anchor. Like, unless it's for like another big contract. I wonder if Buffalo maybe kicks tires on him. Uh, Try to flip oh, like wrist and plus for him. Like Skinner for Ekman Larson? I don't know. Wrist <laughs> and Skinner for Ekman Larson, epic style. Even, <laughs> even though I don't even think Buffalo or Arizona could afford that with their internal no, cap. No. So. Like, oh my god, that's why it's going to be an interesting off season. Even though there might not be a lot of trades, like there's going to be interesting. There's players. going to be. Because, dude, I'm telling you, like this expansion draft, people think not a lot's going to happen, but dude, this flat cap is going to make things happen. If the cap was still going up as much as it's going up, I don't think things would have been that hard. But now that the cap's flat, at least for the next year. There's gonna be some trades that are everyone's gonna be like, why did you do that? And yeah, <laughs> and like last one, Vegas came into the league with the expanded draft. It's like they got a lot of sweeteners. I don't know if they're gonna see as much, but I still think we're gonna see quite a few of them with Seattle. Like yeah. we think because NHL GMs are dumb and they don't learn from anything. Like the Lightning are gonna be the first one to do it because they either have to give up one of their forwards or Eric Chernak. Probably two of their forwards, honestly. So I'll just be like, "Don't take my defenseman here. Here's Cal Foot, and I'll, you can have wh- whatever guy." Yanni, Gold. that's not Eric. Shep- yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Like once we get to uh, like right to the expansion draft, and we know what the lists are, we're gonna do like a mock expansion draft, mm-hmm. which is gonna be a lot of fun. But uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dougie Hamilton. Uh, Apparently, uh, um, it, it doesn't really say if like if there's going to be a sign and trade, but uh, apparently the Kraken might be interested in him. Um, yeah, it doesn't really say much else, but uh, there's not much that's going to come out on Hamilton until he can like talk. To, like he could talk to other teams, agent could talk yeah, to other teams yeah. now, but like you know what I mean. Like Tavares had that week where he was like visiting teams and stuff. Nothing's going to really happen until that happens. Oh, and or he, maybe if the signing trade stuff starts to kick up a little. Yeah, and it doesn't even say that there's interest, like evidence of there being interest to Seattle. But uh, there hasn't, like, there's also hasn't been like examples of signing trades, especially with a big star like Dougie Hamilton. Like we didn't see any signing trades with Steven Stamkos, John Tavares, or Alex Petrangelo. So I, I think he goes to free agency unless he really just wants that eighth year and he goes to a team that he wants. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Uh, if Alex Ovechkin doesn't make it, this guy's the crown, the crown jewel in free agency. I'd have to think for sure. Uh, Morgan Riley is the next one, and uh, looks like I don't that... get this one. Like I really don't get this one. Like I don't get why every Leaf fan wants to trade this guy. It's like, oh well, he's got one year left. We got to get rid of him right now. He's an interesting one because I I've seen like. Divide like I've seen Leafs fans who love it and then Leafs fans who hate him. So I actually I want to hear what Jimmy thinks about that. You know him yeah. being a noted we'll Leafs fan and whatnot. Saturday. Yeah, we'll ask him. but uh, like, I just don't get why everyone like wants to trade that guy. But I'll, like from, I'd take him on the Hawks in open arms. From from what I heard, he had a great series. He had like a rough season, but a great series against Montreal. So yeah, like literally everything I heard from Dangle was that Morgan Riley had his best playoff series in the last like three years, and of course they squandered it. Love it. But yeah, uh, there's I, apparently there's interest, like mutual interest that they might get an extension done. 
I hope so, dude. I thought he should have been the captain there, honestly. That, that, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, because he's so been there. He's been the, he's the he's been there through it all. Like, yeah, he's been there for almost ten years now. I'm pretty sure. Didn't through the Carlisle years, years? He was there yeah. through like, yeah, and like just the stuff. Pick, like, yeah, the the stuff he does off the ice too, as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he should have been captain too, but but he's gonna go to Vancouver because he wore the shirt. <laughs> Van, you you like totally cut out there for me. So it's like he's gonna go to Van. And it just like cut out, and it's like Hoover. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's a perfect cutout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh how about this? Tyson Berry. I think the Oilers want to give says, Tyson Berry. A no, the oil. The Oilers want to bring him back. No. <laughs> the Oilers should be kicking tires on Dougie Hamilton. Like, oh my gosh. It sounds like they're not going to resign Adam Larson either. Like the talks of like no, if our right side was cleared up, I would go after Adam Larson because he does not generate a lot of offense, but he does not also give up. Our right side will just be all Mikita's yeah. offs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, um, Zimorov, Larson would literally give people so many headaches. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> the Oilers, if the Oilers are willing to do a three-year wheel worth between four point five and five million. And I'm not saying they are, but let's say if they offer that, if I'm Barry, I sign it. I think Barry thinks he's worth more. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think he's gonna try to get six. And I, and I think that was a, and I think that was a smart move of him taking that one year deal. Okay, I'll go play with McDavid, get my points, and <laughs> go get your power play. Points. Yeah, yeah, get your secondary assists. And uh, did he let all defensemen in points this year? Did he? Yes, he had. Let me oh, double check, but I'm almost. Excuse me. I'm almost positive he led all the defense in points. Oh my god! I know he had a lot of points, but I didn't know he had the most of the defense. Actually, yeah. that's not too surprising because again, he played with Connor McDavid. <laughs> all right, no need to knock him. All right, <laughs> Tyson Berry is an elite player in his own right. Oh my god! All right, here we go. I gotta, I gotta put a filter on the stats. I gotta get the stats. Yeah, but I there's gonna be a team that needs an offensive defenseman and they're gonna pay him a lot of money. Vancouver's gonna consistent. find a way. God Vancouver's gonna it, find bro. a way. They're they're not gonna they're gonna like sign Barry with what cap space they have, and then they're gonna take Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson to like what yeah, like forty eight points. Oh my god. <laughs> like forty eight and fifty six. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um I just, I'm trying to think of like a team that needs a power play quarterback desperately. Like, you know what? Montreal wouldn't be a horrible. Montreal would be interesting. They'll have the money. Yeah, because he would he would be the number one power play guy there. Like hundred percent. Eric Gustafson's that. Spot. Yeah, Gustafson. <laughs> Gustafson is that now. But like, if you want to upgrade your defense, like Tyson Berry, I guess I don't know that. Exactly. That's what came to mind to me. I was like, oh, there's a team that I'm thinking of. I just can't put my finger on it. Like, uh, I could honestly see like a New Jersey throwing money at him. Yeah, just like a lower end team. Just like, okay, I need a Yeah, they're team. like, we need a guy on the power play. I, even a Winnipeg, honestly. Well, Winnipeg wouldn't be bad, but uh, the thing you can't shelter him in Winnipeg. Like, yeah, you yeah, maybe could. Probably. Like, you maybe could in Montreal. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, like, Winnipeg should be in an all like they they need to Everyone. be on Dougie Hamilton yeah 
Find the cap space. Trade us Nikolai Ehlers to make it. We'll take him. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I like your thinking. And I'm trying to help him out, bro. I'm trying to help him yeah. out. Get him out of Winnipeg and to a team that actually appreciates him. It's like, we'll take Matthew Perot, too. It's like, oh, his contract expires. Shh, we'll take him, too. No, shh, shh. We're getting we'll the cap him. off your books. It's like, it's yeah. already coming off our books. Shh, we're helping you out. No, no shh, shh. And so you don't sign him again. <laughs> See? We're helping you out. Yeah. Come on, Kevin. Come on, Kev. Give us Come a on. trade. You're a good uh, friend with uh, a uh, Stan Bowman, so uh, <laughs> just like both of us just immediately go. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, enough about that terrible person. Uh, Josh Manson. Uh, there's mutual. Wait, Josh Manson's a free agent. Oh no, he's got one more year. No, he's got one more year. Yeah, but uh, hmm. there's mutual. He's traded. Yeah, but they said there's mutual interest to get an extension done. But if there isn't, then. Uh, and then it says, if always a deal can't get done, always mutual interest. Honestly, I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, if a deal can't get done, I believe the Ducks are comfortable keeping hold of him until next season's trade deadline and making a call. Then, yeah, yeah no, that's I was it. gonna say, like, I don't blame people for getting extensions in uh, California. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> like, can't be, can't be the worst to be on a crappy team in California. Like, yeah, the traffic sucks when you go to the game at four o'clock every day for the or seven o'clock puck drops or whatever, but. I don't know. <laughs> like there could be worse places to be terrible. You could be in Ottawa. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking cold all the time. So I don't know. Alec Martinez is also one that's gonna be a free agent that I bet will get money from a team that needs a defenseman. <coughs> Blackhawks. But I would not honestly. It, it would make most Blackhawks fans vomit. I thought of good. Martinez being in Chicago, but. I don't think he would be the worst fit. No, he wouldn't. Like that's why I want. I'd rather, him, like, I'd rather I also want to see Blackhawks Twitter erupt. So yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Well, there's another way they can get him to erupt, but they're not going to do that. They're not going to fire him. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other defensemen. Klingberg could be interesting if the Stars suck. Oh, is I'm he thinking about it. Yeah, he's a he's a he's got one year left. Oh, and they gotta they gotta sign Haskin Haskin in this offseason. That's interesting. I I could see the stars if they're not good. Maybe like you can get a haul for John Klingberg. Like one hundred percent. He's he's a hell of a defenseman. Right, he's gonna warrant some money. Like he's a guy who, if he wanted eight, I wouldn't even put it against him because he took such a discount on his first contract. Yep. Dude, he's making four point two five. Oh my god! That's that, yeah, crazy. they got they got him on a crazy deal. I remember he's that. He's twenty eight. Like they got him through his best years like that, man. And he's still gonna be good for the next four years, probably. He's he's that he's got that style of defenseman to where he doesn't need to. He's gonna his body's gonna last longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, Dougie Hamilton's obviously the crown jewel UFA. Um, some other defensemen that are up UFAs: uh, Alex Goligoski, Nick Chalmerson. Though I don't, I'm pre- isn't he retiring? Uh, so he's that. going back to Sweden. Wait, isn't he? Play yeah, like he's a, playing in the like old, second league or yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's three Arizona defensemen that are up. Jason Demers is also up. Uh, Ryan Damn, Murray's Demers up. contract finally ends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Adam Larson's up, Alec Martinez, <laughs> Brandon Montour, Tyson Berry. Yeah, it's not a very... Who's going to get Brandon Montour a chance? I don't know. 
Um, but like really the only defensemen that really stand out to me are Hamilton and Martinez, really. At least mm-hmm. in terms of like driving offense and also playing defense. Yeah. Because like you got guys like David Savard and Tyson or not Jesus, not Tyson Barry, but um David Tyson Savard. Tyson Barry can play defense. Stalwart. No, 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 you're right. Um uh but like guys like David Savard and Adam Larson and like Ian Cole who are good defensively but are not gonna drive offense. But then you got guys like Gustafson and Barry that are gonna drive a whole ton of offense and maybe even Brennan Montour. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mike Riley's a uh, yeah, that's right. Mike Riley's a UFA. Like honestly, that would be bad for the Blackhawks. I bet Mike Riley goes to the Kings, or like hmm. Gustafson goes to the Kings or something. <laughs> Gustafson to the Kings. Well, the Kings need <laughs> like that's just the way it is. If only Mod is your best left-handed defenseman, that's a problem. <laughs> Era, I'm just imagining Eric Gustafson with Drew Doughty. What a pairing! What a pairing! Electric. <laughs> Yes, sir. That's <laughs> so good. Oh, good. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you have anything else to bring up? I think we can end it off here. Nah. I, I got nothing else to say. <laughs> I don't either, to be honest. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. The whole fucking Blackhawks situation sucks, but at the same time, like we can't just. There's other hockey news. Um, it was a lot more nice to talk about that, but God, Blackhawks. Like, the best you can do is the bare minimum now. At least, basically. That. Yeah. Please do the fucking right thing. Please. But they won't. They won't. Exactly. What, what, am, I, what am I trying to get my hopes up for? You know? Yeah. Go, see, go Seattle Kraken, but. Oh, also. Uh... Pat Foley's going to announce his last season oh, yeah. Blackhawks. That's right. And apparently there's some rumors that they forced him out. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but uh he forced his own hand, dude. He said it. He said some questionable ass shit the last few years. No, that's that's true, but times are changing in Chicago He's also for better for anyway. worse. Yeah. But God, why is going to sign Kenny Albert? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! <laughs> but it's the thing is, it's it's hard to let go of a franchise that you cheered for so long. And I know I'm not expecting much, but like, just a statement or something. Just a please. fucking statement, like God yeah, damn it! Show exactly. at least that you care. Remotely. Again, again, it's like we don't want to see anything. Like. You're again, like you said, you're digging your own. Not brain. helping the problem. Just like, say, yeah, that's not, if anything, that's making it worse. At least let them know what's going on. Just keep your silence fed. is the loudest you can be. That is, let's just put uh, it that way. Like, powerful. that's the worst kind of attention is silence mm-hmm. that you're getting right now. It's just annoying. It's annoying as shit. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, bye. Potentially by, or we're doing the podcast on Saturday, so we could, we might know the the outcome. We might uh, have our Stanley Cup final matchup by then, if both teams <laughs> win their game six. So interesting. Even if the Blackhawks aren't doing the best things, just look at a hockey fan. It's a great time right now. Um, the Stanley Cup finals are coming up. It's going to be a crazy off season. And uh, yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in. Hope you all are staying safe. Get vaccinated. Wear masks. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time.